Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 We're going to enter into a time of worship. When we read some 66, verse 8 to 9, it says, Praise God, all you people. Praise him everywhere and let everyone know you love him. There's no doubt about it. God holds our lives safely in his hands. He's the one who keeps us faithfully following him. Amen. We serve a covenant-keeping God. Without him, we will be lost. In him, we move and have our being. So this very moment, we have every reason, every cause to praise his name, to worship his name. Wherever you are, lift up your voice and exalt his name. Give him all the praise, give him all the praise, give him all the praise. You are a great God, you are a great God. What an amazing God we serve. What a wonderful God we serve. We worship you. We worship you, God. There is none like you. You are a good God, and we worship you. So we've come to do casting ground, lifting it, oh, bowing heart. So we've come to do. It's all we've come to do. Oh, casting crown, we are lifting it. Oh, bowing heart, it's all we've come to do. 
Say you reign, 
Let's live in sacred. 
So I earned up my heart Lord, I earned up my soul To the audience of the world To the amen of God Lord, I earned up my heart Lord, I earned up my soul To the audience To the amen of God, I render my heart, Lord, I render my soul to the audience of the earth, to the amen of God. So I Oh Lord, I bow. I bow. Lord, I bow. 
since we visited uh, the righteous decrease. So today, we're going to use our righteous decrees. That's the righteous decrees book. And that will be page 29. No, sorry. That will be page eight. Sorry. From the righteous decrees. As we stand and declare and we pray. Amen. So we're going to eat, uh, read from eight to nine. So 8 says, pray for the Holy Spirit of God to grant you help deepen, to deepen your fellowship with Christ Jesus our Lord. Page 8, number 8. Amen. I'm going to take that again. Pray for the Holy Spirit of God to grant you help to deepen your fellowship with Christ Jesus our Lord. Nine. 
the A says, I declare that I walk in the spirit of wisdom. I declare that I walk in the spirit of wisdom. Revelation and knowledge. Revelation and knowledge. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. B says, pray for the eyes of your understanding. Pray for the eyes of your understanding. To be enlightened. To be enlightened. To help you know. To help you know the hope of God's calling. The hope of God's calling. And the wealth of God's. And the wealth of God's. Glorious inheritance in you. Glorious inheritance in you. C says, pray that you may receive revelation. Pray that you may receive revelation. And experience the exceeding greatness of God's and power. And experience the exceeding greatness of God's power. Made available to you through faith. Made available to you through faith. D says, Dear Holy Spirit. Dear Holy Spirit. I declare in the name of Jesus. I declare in the name of Jesus. That my life is an advertisement of your immersed power. That my life is an advertisement of your immense power. As it works through me. As it works through me. Now we're going to begin to pray. Hey, we stand oh, on the word of Father knowledge in the knowledge Fanny Covenem Revivedai, a shadow from the Massapricate in the heart of Eco Vemre Papadai, a foreign prosephinema Kuvenazata, who form a pradigiv in the Santo Nema Paduce, even on Sempre Petaposek of a tire, who for a decashepair, he is running on Brasipida sort of high. A fellow massipe cadusha vandonomasa, Ambebraki panana mosateda. Use my life as advertisement for your glory, Lord. A venomosabra covado sepedia. Use my life as an advertisement of your glory, Lord. He proveno seprefe capafoda. He shannon son of a braco venanatai. Anino satike brapo venanema. Oh, for a baby, pie, dosha, cause the minimum pratufinasa pofadaha, a cofradi sepoa, he shans the name of Prapo than the name of Sede de Baya, and near Santo Fenama sepapa, who Femanova Prapo Fenemana Sipicada, O Zenemo Shazamani Cotaya, a pia da da bahada da da ba, a tia da woven on Osapria, he covenant a prasu de Voshapaya, Ayadaba. Let there be an enlightenment, Lord. Let there be enlightenment, Lord. Masehove, Ishino Seme Papi Kominapatus, Ipefora Bikapa, Ananana Masayadada, Ayadada Bosa, Anikovemenipada, Isinoneshevena, Atipifaida, Rabikovemasa Patavoda. In the Masse de Breve Pana Nana Masia, Hovore de Sipado Sata de Bea, 
Ivana Safarabaya, Koshiva Mupanasatubai, Ananamama, Ananamama Sayadadahadapaya. I want to deep in fellowship with you, Lord. Grant me help, Lord, and I receive help. Oh, to deep in fellowship with you. Hito Saya, Ivana Seminema Prafatakados, Ashiminama Pado, Epovanko Nema Seprefitapaya. Stir in me the energy for deep fellowship for you, Lord. Stir in me the energy, the deep energy for fellowship with you, Lord. A sopera de be, a sopera de be confende de mai saberai. Eu radico de mamu patatosa, even osa padada ba. Confende na mra pufanda setu pada. A sabra pado shada da da ba. A yede ba saia nene mana nama. E ananam rosaia da po sabaya. Keep thanking him and keep praising him. Ani no fabro se pada vanonama. Praise your holy name, Jenda Zivita. Kovobani me panasananda ya. Ati dosa ne mandas sevenana. He profodasada. He profato sevenasada. Saridi shivedasa. Imrome povakado seveda. Jeredi zavarende. Ipanosibande brodebitasu pagos. Pe kovame na mapado shivene mapado savadai. We worship, we thank you again and again, again and again, again and again. We praise your name again and again, again and again. Thank you, Lord. Worthy is the Lamb, Jesus. You deserve the praise. Worthy is your name. Worthy is your name, Jesus. You deserve the praise. Your name, worthy is your name, oh Jesus. Are you deserve the praise, Father? Worthy one more time, worthy is your name, worthy is your name, Jesus. for making us a marvel to angels.
and making us a wonder to every hierarchy in the realms of the spirit because this is your will for us. Thank you for loving us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. And hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. You know when the Bible says, when I consider the works of thy hands, the moon and the stars, it is very amazing. Have you considered the works of God's hands? Hmm. When I consider the works of thy hands, it should be somewhere. Uh, that that scripture is very powerful. Hmm. says, who is man that thou art so mindful of him? When we stand and angels stand with us, we are, do you know what we look like before them? <laughs> but any time Maybe you don't see it. But any time an angel comes to minister to you, he bows. He bows to you first. Because we are heirs of salvation. I don't know if there is anything beautiful than that. Hmm. The highest of the angels can even be on assignment that does not concern you. But if you happen to be where he is, he bows. He bows. With the head going like that. Not because they are afraid of us, but because we are heirs of salvation. And then they know something has made us powerful than them. Are you surprised to hear that? Did you know you're powerful than angels? Did you know? What makes you powerful than angels? I know who I am. <laughs> I know who I am. I know who I am. Because we are created God's image. Yeah, it's, 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 it's of a truth. It's, it's part of it. It's true. But something else. 
salvation, yes, it's part of it. There's more. I know who I am. I know who I am. Da, 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 da. Da, 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 da. When you hear the name Holy Spirit, what does it mean? He is what? Holy. He wouldn't have to do anything with dirt. Meaning he wouldn't have anything to do with us. The angels marveled in the days of the Old Testament where the Holy Spirit will come upon people, the prophets and all the people, and touch them with the love of the Father and use them. They were amazed. Because how is that possible? And then when finally he revealed his desire to the angels, they realized that the major desire of the Holy Spirit and with God and with Jesus is to live with us. They were amazed. Because this planet is, a, is, one of, is very tiny. It's very tiny. In God's universe, this is very tiny. So they amazed that the powers that created this world has been given to us. That is what makes us powerful than them. They are amazed. So in all of God's universe, okay, the attention is on earth. Because this is where the Father chose to dwell with the people. The attention is on earth. All the energies of the realms of the spirit is focused. All the energies are focused on this earth. If you read the book, How to Work with God, you see how God brought all the animals to Adam to name them. Amazing. There's a mystery here. When God cursed the snake for causing the Adam and Eve to eat of the fruit, he said, of the dust you shall eat. Right? You shall also bruise the, the heel of the children of the woman. And they will also hit your head, bruise your head. So, that's why the snakes will see, the snake will see and one will attack you. It's part of the curse. Now, the mystery here is this. When God said, you will eat of the dust, the serpent which is the devil knew what God meant. This is what the serpent is doing with all his demons, his angels with him. Because we were made of the dust, 
we became appetizing to the devil and his angels. God said, you will eat of the dust. And because God made us of dust, we became their food. So when they get hungry, and then, for example, a demon of lust will feed on you because they see you open and you begin to move in last, they get satisfied. You're feeding them. Amazing, right? If the demon of anger is able to touch somebody, is able to cause chaos in homes, they are fed. Why do you think Jesus said this? I have given you power to walk upon serpents and scorpions and all the powers of the enemy. And none shall by any means harm you. Why do you think Jesus said that? I've given you power so that they can feed on you so you don't become their food anymore. So the power of Jesus has been given to us so we are, we are not we are not the food that we are not an edible food. Though we, are, we still have our, our flesh of dust, we are not edible for the devil. We should not be appetizing. That's why he sees us and he hates us because we have become non-edible food. Yet, he is able to get some children of God who are still edible because they are not practicing and manifesting the power of Christ. And mind you, the power of Christ is in proclamation and knowledge. Power is in proclamation and the knowledge. So the moment, that's why God told Joshua, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. As you speak the word, as you speak forth what is written for you, you baptize yourself in the realm of power. And it says you shall meditate on it because the knowledge will help you sustain the power. You catch it? So every believer that daily, that's why we have righteous decrees. We have all these things. To, to focus your mind on saying the right things. Because you are not supposed to be edible after salvation. But some Christians still are. There are some homes that there's no peace, but they are all believers. Homes that there's daily fight and people are fighting and people are envious and they are in churches and people are envious of each other. They are being, they are, they are being eaten, let me put it that way, by various kinds of demons. Christian or not Christian, you are, you are disgusting to the devil. For, the, for, for, for God so loved the world that he gave it. That, that's so disgusting to the devil. Because of how little speck we are. We are in a, uh, an, uh, an earth of little speck. Nothing. We are nothing. So he's targeting us. He's hating us because of God. And God also has made provisions to make us not edible. To the devil. 
in the history of the realms of the spirit of this world, nobody ever stood before Jesus like the devil did. When he tempted him for 40 days and 40 nights, nobody ever did that. The angels were quiet. Look, the day, the day that the Satan had to meet Jesus, he wondered with all the forces he had. The angels were there. They could not do anything because they were told, keep your swords. Jesus had to meet the devil as a man, not as God. Not even as a son of God, but as a son of man. To be able to resist his temptations, which the first Adam couldn't resist. So the, the focus of the devil was to get Jesus to go through all the devices of the devil. Lust, hunger, power, everything he put Jesus through. Imagine the one you created stands to attack you. This is deep. This is deep. It is the will of the Father. That we don't become the people who are vulnerable to realms of darkness. That is not what his intentions are for us. To be vulnerable to weakness. That is why when Paul was praying that he had weakness and was praying, take this weakness out of me. It makes me vulnerable. He did it three times and God said to him, my strength is made, my power is, he says, my strength is sufficient in your, in your weakness. There is sufficiency. God was just trying to let you know that what you think makes you vulnerable is a platform for my glory. It's a mentality he wants us to build. That whatever puts us at the place of vulnerable is not so that the devil can take advantage, but for us to take advantage of the power available for us. Because if you are weak, you need strength that is higher than you. You get it? If you are strong, you don't need anybody to help you. So in weakness, there's wisdom for, for his power. There should be a yearning every day in your heart for his power. Oh, blessed be Jesus. He, he loves us. And it was amazing. God always looks for something to make you open for his visitation. Always. Don't forget it. Always. He is, he is looking for something on you that can open you see, you should be able to attract him. Not only when you're praying. Praying or not praying, something on you should attract him to want to visit you. Always. And so he tries to help you by the Holy Spirit so you can do something, you can be open. Something should attract an encounter. For example, there's a booze I've read years ago. 
through PDF. And I, I felt so strong that I should get at least two of them. So I, I, I got them. And I was reading one. I took just two nights, some hours to finish it. I, I finished it last night. But when I was reading last night, I look at the time like, look, I have to sleep. Let me continue later. And as I put the book, I open it and put it down. And the Lord said, finish it. <laughs> so finish it. So I started reading one line for like 10 times because I would doze off. And then I opened it out. So it took more than a short for me to finish it. I finally finished it. Can you imagine? It was so powerful. But then, because I was so sleepy, the, the few pages left became like a bedding. And I finished it. And guess what? Today, as I came back from work, I was just in bed. Then he said, I am bringing you another revelation. So I started writing it. I started writing it. Why? What triggered that visitation? When he said, finish the book. But why did I have to finish the book to get a visitation? He was looking for an obedience from me. Anytime you open yourself to widely obey God, you attract him to yourself. Are you catching it? That's not what I'm supposed to talk about. I'm supposed to talk about what he brought me the last time to share. I told you last week. And we will but I, the Holy Spirit is just urging me to say this. What opens you up if you desire, if you so desire heaven's visitation in your life, what opens you up is an unconditional obedience. Remember John said, God asked, who is worthy to open these seven seals? And the whole heaven was quiet. He said, and I wept. But the angel told me, don't weep. Because the lamb that was slain, the lamb that was slain, he is worthy to open it. Jesus opened it. And that's why Paul had the revelation and said, it was not robbery for Jesus to have compared himself to the father. Yet he humbled himself even to the obedience of the cross. He died because of obedience. And now he has given him a name that is above every name. That at the mention of the name Jesus, every knee bows. Of those in heaven, on earth, under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of the Father. How did he get this name? Because he obeyed. <laughs> he obeyed. We are in a dispensation that we don't think obedience of anything. People now think that obedience is weakness. Especially in the church. In the body of Christ. People think obedience is weakness. But obedience is not weakness. It's a virtue. Obedience is not weakness. People can be instructed in the church. Can you do this? Can you do that? And then they memory in their hearts. Bible says, do everything without memories. Why? Because you rip yourself from heaven's visitation. Not because of anything. 
but you don't get visited. And he, guess what? If you don't get visited, what do you receive? Nothing. You will pray all kinds of prayer, but you see that there is little evidence of the backing of heaven in your life because there is, there is, there is a conditional obedience instead of unconditional. People don't choose what to obey because they tell you, I am myself, I am me. And the father's hands are tied and he can do anything. If God can't visit you, it means angels can't respond to your prayer. Are you hearing me? Angels cannot respond to your prayer because you don't have the father's backing. You don't have the father's visitation. You are not attracted to the father. You've not made him attracted to you. So they can't come. They go everywhere but you. They can't come. And then you shrink in the, in the realms of the spirit. You shrink until you are not relevant. Because there was no obedience. He said, finish the book. He has come so many times and I didn't have to finish anything. By why this one? And I tell you, when he started talking, the revelation he brought, I said, oh, I see why. It is so serious. He brought me secrets of the Holy Spirit. Oh, that book will come out. <laughs> I wasn't praying. I was in bed. My wife was going to eat. My son was watching whatever. I was not in the spirit. But he was able to switch me into his chambers. Why? Finish the book. You know the interesting thing? He couldn't get me to sleep early. And I knew I was going to be very sleepy at work. But guess what? Sleep during work was taken from me. I was surprised. I'm like, why am I not sleeping? It was taking a freshness of his energy. I'm like, what is this? Hear me, church of God. That's what the Holy Spirit is telling me. When you read the Bible and it says that they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. He's talking about they that wait in obedience. Not because, oh, let me get up and do five days fasting or ten days fasting. I'm waiting on God. It's not your, your fasting is not going to trigger him to come. It's not because you fasted. That's going to make him come. Oh, I, 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 it's been a long time I felt God. Let me do 40 days. He doesn't, he doesn't do anything to him. But when it's in obedience, when it's in obedience, years ago, I was reading where the Bible says that so many things Jesus did that if they should write them in books, the world could not contain. And I said, dear Lord, I want to know. And I read where Jesus entered the, the place of the disciples without opening the door after his resurrection. As I want to know how he did it. He told me, fast. You see, it was not because I planned. He says, fast. I said, obeyed. I obeyed. The first day he came, I wrote and wrote and wrote and wrote. And he says, I'm done. You can continue the fasting or stop it. Because I'm done. I came. He showed me things. He said, I'm done. Obedience. Oh boy. We have been taught. They that wait upon the Lord. Try to fast. It's not a bad thing. But is it in subjection? 
You understand? For example, he said to Moses, stretch the rod to the rock. Moses struck it. Still there was water, but it cost him his life. Obedience. It cost him his life. Samuel, when he was anointed to become king, he started prophesying. And they asked, is Samuel now a prophet? Is Samuel now a prophet? And the Bible says, when the anointing hit Samuel, he became another man. So the man himself was amazed that he could prophesy. And one time, they had to go for war, something like that. And then they had to wait for the prophet. This is Saul, sorry. Saul became another man, the king. But the prophet Samuel had to come and sacrifice before they could go. And he was not coming. He was not showing up. He was not showing up. And Samuel said, and Saul said, you know what? Samuel's not coming. I could equally do it. He did the sacrifice as soon as he was done. Samuel showed up. And then he says, to obey is better than sacrifice. The sacrifice of Jesus on the cross is not the reason why there's salvation. It's the obedience to sacrifice. When you sacrifice your obedience, you lose. He told Samuel, Samuel told Saul, God has taken the throne from you. You obey to sacrifice. We have very bad mentality. You can work with thousands of pastors as your friends. But if you don't have the right information, they are of no use. Of no use. And then the Lord is leading me to do this. People who want to work with God on their terms also relate to men of God on their terms. And God says to walk away. That's what he told me. You don't walk with God. Your child cannot live with you on his terms. I saw a video. It was very funny. The guy had a list and went to his mom. I said, can I talk to you? He said, yeah, talk. He said, now that I'm, he said, now that I'm 18, no care for me. I go out, come when I want. You don't force me to eat. I eat what I want. He gave all the conditions. My mother said, okay, no problem. Now that you're of age, I'm waiting for your rent, <laughs> the bills, and all that. But me, I sleep at 10. So when you go out, I will lock my door. So you got to move out. He tore the paper. He said, on your terms, ma'am. <laughs> See, the moment we think that the system means that we should be able to do what we want, we look for false liberation, false liberty. Guess what? Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. That means there cannot be rebellion where there is liberty of the spirit. So whenever people rebel because they need their freedom, you know who is there? It's the devil. And there was a casting away of such people from the presence of God. Because angels respond to whom the Father directs them to. And they respond 
to the obedience of Christ. Oh. So many are in the church and they are suffering unnecessarily. Many are in the church. They don't know how to get connected to God because it's on their terms. They think they are open. They think they are humble, but they are not because they live with God on their terms and it reflects in their associations. It reflects in their friendships. It reflects in their... They will bow to whom? Whatever. But not to the things of God. When they go to work, you see them doing everything they have to do because that's the system. But then, they live with their God on their own terms. Let me introduce to you so you don't miss at least what you're supposed to do. I think what you've heard is enough because the Holy Spirit is talking. He's talking. He's talking. Oh, dear Lord. You see, when Jesus hit the earth, okay, he could have used power to make people follow him. He could have just shown power. People would just follow him. But they will not follow him because they love him. But because he has power and they are afraid. So he decided to use love instead of power. So that those who follow him will follow him because they were responding back to his love. So the miracles were out of love, not out of power. To God, power is subjected to love. To God, that is the system. The more you love, then you know how to use the power. But to the devil, the only thing that is vital and important is power. So he doesn't love. The devil doesn't love. He wants people to fear him. So he only uses power. But God uses love to show power. That is how he is. Before, he was only using power to show love. <laughs> that is why he lost all the souls on the wilderness except Joshua and Caleb. He was killing them. God was killing them. The earth will open and will swallow them up. He was not gaining souls because he was using power. And then he brought in the days when now for God so loved the world, not so much was mad at the world, but loved the world, brought in Jesus and the system changed. But remember, in love, there is super strictness of correction. Bible says, they that God loves, he rebukes. So love does not make you weak. It rather brings you focus. That's why obedience is not weakness because you obey because you love him. So it's not weakness. Oh, blessed Lord. 
The Lord last week in the visitation said, teach my people systems of grace. Systems of grace. He has not done with me. He has not done. But at least I have what I can share with you today and next week. Systems of grace. Just introduced to you and then we go deeper. Hmm. Thank you, Lord. What do we say systems? Or a system. The dictionary, Oxford Dictionary says, a set of things working together as parts of a mechanism or an interconnected network. So something, things that come together to make something complete. You get it? Things that come together to hold a major thing. All right? We can also say a set of principles or procedures according to which something is done. An organized scheme or method. So systems of grace. We are looking at what come together to connect us as systems of grace God, God has given us. But just what the Holy Spirit gave me as what we should hold, what we should understand. Genesis chapter 4. From verse 1 to verse 16 from the KJV. Hmm. Genesis 4 1 to 16. Genesis 4 1 to 16. And Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived and bare Cain and said, I have gotten a man from the Lord. Yes. And she again bare his brother Abel. And Abel was a keeper of sheep. Yep. But Cain was a tiller of the ground. Yep. And in, in process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought off the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. Mm-hmm. And Abel, he also brought of the firstlings of his flocks and of the fat thereof. Mm-hmm. And the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering. But unto Cain and to his offering he had not respect. And Cain was very wroth, and his countenance fell. And the Lord said unto Cain, Why art thou wroth, and why is thy countenance fallen? Yep. If thou doest well, mm-hmm. shalt thou not be accepted. Mm. And if thou doest not well, sin lieth at the door. Oh, yes. And unto thee shall be his desire, and thou shalt rule over him. Mm. And Cain talked with Abel his brother, and it came to pass when they were in the field that Cain rose up against Abel his brother and slew him. And the Lord said unto Cain, what is Abel thy brother? And he said, I know not. <laughs> Am I my brother's keeper? Imagine. And he said, What hast thou done? The voice of thy brother's blood crieth unto me from the ground. And now art thou cursed from the earth, mm-hmm. which had opened him, 
mouth to receive thy brother's blood from thy hand. Yep. When thou tellest the ground, it shall not henceforth yield unto thee her strength. Hmm. And fugitive and of vagabond shall, shall thou be in the earth. Yep. And King said unto the Lord, My punishment is greater than I hmm. can bear. Hmm. Behold, thou hast driven me out this day from the face of the earth. Yes. And from thy face shall I be hide. And uh, uh, from thy face shall I be hid. And mm -hmm. I shall be a fugitive and a vagabond in the earth. Mm -hmm. And it shall come to pass that everyone that findeth me shall slay me. Oh. And the Lord said unto him, Therefore, whosoever slayeth Cain, Vengeance shall be taken on him sevenfold. Yep. And the Lord set a mark upon Cain. Yeah. Let any finding him should kill him. And Cain went out from the presence of the Lord and dwelt in the land of Nod, on the east of Eden. Amen. Amen. That's a common story, right? What... May the Lord like Abel's sacrifice. And what may the Lord dislike? Cain's sacrifice. It's very simple. Cain gave to God something that does not have life in it. Remember, Bible says that the life of a thing is in the blood. Okay? The life of a thing is in the blood. Will you survive if we take your blood out? Mm -hmm. So, Abel was able to give what had life in it and God liked it. <laughs> I'm looking for a scripture for you. If it's necessary, I will find it. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. I've seen it. But what did Cain give God? Vegetables. Did God tell you he was on diet? The guy put God on diet. Vegetables, fruits, pepper, mango. He mixed everything and burnt them as sacrifice. It doesn't make sense. But someone brought the firstlings. That means the firstborn of his flock, which were fat, fat, <laughs> fat. Healing and appetizing, and God liked it. And the guy got mad. The final thing was that he was driven from the presence of God. Verse 16. According to the Holy Spirit, that which keeps you in the presence of God. It's the system of grace. 
amazing. That which keeps you in the presence of God is the system of grace. Mechanisms that come together to make something whole. Things that come together. Things that we do so we don't leave the presence. We are not cast out from the presence. Is his system of grace. You see, grace means it's free, right? You don't work for it. But it comes with a system. When I give you a car and it's free, the car has a system that makes it work. The fact that it's free doesn't mean that it, you can just get in and start going. No, you will crash it. So there are systems of grace that should keep us in the presence of God, which many have let go because the desire to know God is a problem in, the Christ, in Christendom. How many Christians do you think desire to know God? Do you desire to know God? How far have you gone with it? You see? <laughs> Two things. There are the works of God and there are the ways of God. What God prefers for us is to know his ways, his ways so we can manifest his works. Many desire his works not his ways. But if you don't know his ways, you can't understand or fathom or walk in his works. You understand? There are practices and there are sayings of God. Practices, works, sayings, his ways. You can't practice anything without knowing what it is. And the knowing of what it is is in his ways. So, what keeps you in the presence of God as a system shall let you know that these are the ways of God. It's not your works that keep you in his system, in his, in his presence. There are his ways for you and I. Instructions, his ways are instructions, commandments. He told the people, if thou shalt obey what I command you this day, None of these diseases shall come upon you. If you will serve me with all your might and all your heart, none of these diseases will come upon you. He says, but if you don't obey me, if you don't hear my commandment, this will come upon you, that will come upon you, this will come upon you. Curses upon curses because they neglected the ways of God. Remember, the word of God revealed his ways. When you know the ways of God, it means that you are connected to the mind of God. And he that brings the revelation of the mind of God is the Holy Spirit. Hey, it's serious. Praise God. So we've got to keep ourselves in the presence. And for us to do that, we've got to know the system of the grace that will help us keep ourselves in his presence. Do you see the picture? So if God, Jesus starts next week, we will go deeper. Amen. We will go deeper. 
train up the child the way he should go. Before you give the child works, train the child the way. He says that when he grows, he will not depart. Look, some have grown and departed, but before they died, they came back. Most of them came back. The godly way. If you have grown in an environment where people smoke, you find yourself smoking because daddy and mommy played with smoke. A parent that keeps sending a child, go and buy alcohol, go and buy alcohol. Well, one day want to taste it. When we were transferred to Adwejiri in Saum, the mission house was opposite the landlord's house. And we were very free. One time he was having drinks with his friend. We were drinking Guinness. And I was around chewing sugar cane with his last born son. And we're just chewing. And then guess what the landlord said? Do you guys want to taste it? I was like, when we got there, I was like eight or nine years. We were there for like three years. So when I was around 10 years, that was where he asked, would, would you guys like to taste it? And I was way older than his son. His son was like, if I was 10, his, well, he was like five years or, or something. Yeah. He said, would you taste it? And I said, yeah. <laughs> I checked our door. Nobody was there. They were all inside. And I tasted the Guinness. A little sip. And I didn't like the taste because I had eaten sugar cane. So I didn't have the taste. My tongue was not there. You know, I didn't have good taste for it. So I was like, ew, I don't like it. But why would a grown-up man ask kids to taste alcohol? These are the ways he knows. He invites you to what he likes. <laughs> he invites you to what he likes. God has called people to show them his ways so they will show the people in the church the ways they were showed. And yet, they now connect themselves to what they like and introduce the people in the church to what they like, not to the ways of God. And guess what? Problem begins to rise. You know what happens when you depart from the ways of God and then you make your own path and make souls follow that path? Do you know what happens? The Holy Spirit resists you. He fights you. The Bible says that the people on the wilderness, the Israelites, they vexed the Holy Spirit. They made him angry. They vexed the Holy Spirit. And he fought against them. <laughs> Can you imagine the Holy Spirit fighting human beings? He fought against them because they resisted him so much that they vexed him. Do you know why ordinary human beings can make a powerful person like the Holy Spirit angry? Do you know why? Because he loves us too much. When you don't love people, you don't feel the hurt. 
David said, if what has happened to me, if these people were my enemies already, I wouldn't have bothered. Since they are the people I loved. We eat together. And they did this to me. His own son rose up against him for his throne. That one will break his heart. But look at Lavo. He instructed them, don't kill him. Bring him to me. And someone killed him. He says, I told you not to. And he dealt with them. Although his son was causing him angry and causing everything. Love. So the Holy Spirit can get angry at mortal human beings like you and I because of love. That's why he shows you his ways to keep you in perfect peace. The perfect peace we talk about here is the peace that God gives to those who stay in him. They stay their mind on him. He gives them perfect peace. He said, thou givest them perfect peace. Those that have their minds stayed on you. Do you see it? They have their what? Their minds. Why not their heart? Why not their heart? Because your mind is a place of imaginations and thoughts and attractions of things that are your teachers. Your mind attracts your teachers. You know your teachers? Things you see and things you hear. So, it is a desire of God every day to show his people his ways, to keep them in his presence. But it's a system. And we are fortunate enough that he has brought enlightenment to us to know so we can be kept in his presence. This is strange love. I wasn't thinking about it. He just came. So that I will teach. How many are we here? <laughs> I tell you, righteous nation is so respected in the realms. I'm telling you the truth. I'm not lying to you. I'm not saying because it's the church we are in. No, 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 no. If it's not going well, I, should, I will let you know. God doesn't like things we are doing. You should, you should know. But he keeps bringing things and says, tell my people. And so, you see, his target for the one and the two, as we are, his target is to know him. And God is so much attracted to people who also desire the truth. You see? If I'm not told, I won't say it. And I cannot preach what is not in the word. I cannot turn the word upside down. And I cannot say things that would just entice you to make you happy to want to come next week. And then he is not pleased with me. I can't do it. So that also is an, a kind of obedience that attracts him to want to do more with us. He is setting a powerful foundation. Because Righteous Nation, we are about to do something very soon. He's setting a good foundation. Remember, I always say that the foundations of this world were founded on wisdom. So what God is doing with us is just building in us some strange wisdom. Ah. Uh, 
train other child. The way you should go. All the kings that came and they were misbehaving. He said, have you forgotten the ways that I showed your forefathers? You've left the path. You've left the ways. You've left the commandment. You've left the instructions. He says, and I will take the kingdom from you. Why? You've left the ways. You've left. Imagine David and about 6,000 men had gone for war, came back, and the enemy from another nation, another place, had come to take their children, their wives, their properties, and burn down their houses. Bible said, they cried so much that there was no more strength to cry again. Imagine that kind of cry. These are men who kill people. They've seen blood. They see blood all the time. They kill people. They conquer people. They are tough and wild. They cried until there was no strength. The Bible says, and they sought to stone David. They sought. They wanted to kill because, because of you. Because we followed you. See what has happened to us. David, knowing the ways of God, knew how to behave. He said, bring me the effort. That means what the priest used to connect to God. Because he was not a priest. And there was no priest there. Bring me the effort. Put on him and ask the Lord, should we go after them? That is the character of somebody who knows the ways of God. Should we go after them or should we not? He didn't look at the pressure. He didn't look at the loss. He didn't look at what they didn't have. He didn't remember the feelings he had for his wife. He didn't care about what the man wanted to stone him. He said, should we go? Because if he says no, he tells them no and they can kill him. It's up to them. That is the character of someone who knows the ways. And guess what God said? Pursue them. You overtake them. And you recover all. You recover everything. And it happened. They got their properties. They got their children. They got their wives back. They got their servants back. Everything back. That's how the houses were burnt. But they rebuilt them. As a character of somebody who knows the ways. David will mess up. And will not say because I'm a king, you know. No. Like Saul like told Samuel. Don't make a scene, you know. Let the people know that God still loves me. He said, you are joking. But David was set in public in, in ashes. In sackcloth. And pour ashes on his head and his body. And everybody will know, hey, David, he has done it again. <laughs> he has sinned again against God. He will let everybody know how he regrets. And what did God say? David is a man after my own heart. He is a man after my works. After my own heart. That means he seeks to know me. He seeks to know my ways. That is a character of somebody who is yearning to walk with the Father. That's a character. If you desire to know him, you should have a very intensive appetite 
for his ways. For his ways. You should have it. You will be surprised. The authority you will carry as a mere mortal human being. You will be surprised. You know the beautiful thing? One person as a child of God can be assigned thousands of angels just to guard you. Guess what? Thousands of angels. Yeah? It could be hundreds. It could be thousands. It depends on how you're growing. And guess what? As you are going up and down, thinking of what to eat, these angels are arrayed in front and behind you. And you don't even know how sad it is. You don't even know. And you are thinking of what to eat and they are having their guard on you. Why? Because of the love of the Father. You begin to make them leave. Once your desires are corrupted. Once the energy for God in your life is not strong. You let them go. They are given different assignments. So sad. The moment there is envy, uncontrolled anger, things that you don't make us spiritual. The moment we don't quickly walk out of them and we continue in them and they become our habit, our character, they start leaving. Because then you have left the presence. You have left the presence. Hundreds of angels. When the servant of Elijah, Zigehazi, went out to to Wiwi in the morning, early morning, when they got out, he saw the armies of the other nation surrounding the house. He quickly ran back as a master. We are surrounded. We are doomed. And Elijah said, oh God, open his eyes. And the eyes of, of Gehazi were open. And then he saw angels and their chariots. He said, alas, master, they that be with us are more than they that are against us. He saw upon the mountains run about them angels on their chariots and with their swords that outnumbered the enemies. And the guy was come. Because Elijah walked in the ways of God. We continue next week to go deeper. I'm telling you. What God wants me to share with you. By the time you are able to receive it. You are on the next level. I'm telling you the truth. Because these things are. They are not comfortable. Okay, this is I'm going to share with you from next week. They are they are not what comfortable. 
for the carnal heart. Yeah. Glory to God. Let's have communion. He touched me. He touched me. And now what joy that floods my soul. Something happened and now I know he touched me. Thank you. And made me whole. He touched me. He touched me. He touched me. And oh, what joy the floods my soul. Hey, something happened. And now I know he touched me. And made something happened. Something happened. And now I know he touched me. And he made something happened, something glorious happened, and now I know he touched me. Tell the Lord that as I take this communion, touch me and continue to make me whole. Talk to him. Touch me, Lord. Continue to make me whole in everything of life, in everything of the kingdom, in everything of life, in everything of the kingdom. Touch me as I take this communion, this precious miracle meal. Touch me and make me whole for your use, whole for your pleasure, whole for your will. Oh, that I will please you, 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 that I will please you. In cinema non febradia. O sainico vabasta pra dividasta ba. Covalando un sembra pico vado sheba. Oh Lord, let me please you and please you well. Thank you. Something happened. And I know he touched me. Oh, and made something divine happened. And I know he touched me. Touch us.
Touch me with your hands, Jesus. 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 I don't wanna go the same way I came. Touch me with your hands, Jesus. I don't wanna go the same way I came. Father, touch me with your hands. Jesus, touch me, touch me, touch me with your hands. Jesus. Touch me with your hands, Jesus. I don't wanna go. I don't wanna go the same way I came. Touch me with your hands, Jesus. I don't wanna go the same way I came. Touch me with your hands. Touch. Jesus. Nisa ni mafandi prakufuna saya. Leira di kovandi sindiha. Pefeni noso fenekedayes. Oh, Rodoseva. Oh, Ranimo Faridisha. You'll see in him Rafedos Sepahara dosa. Oh. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Let's take the communion, people of God. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, another, another, another. Touch of your hands. Yes, another, another, another.
Yes, another. going to take uh, Jude 1 24 to 25 I'm going to say and you repeat after me shall we be on our feet now to the one with enough power to prevent me from stumbling into sin and bring me faultless before his glorious presence to stand before him with a static delight to the only God, our Savior, through our Lord Jesus Christ, be endless glory and majesty, great power and authority from before he created time, now and throughout all the ages of eternity. Amen. Amen. 